Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista and welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about because you're not here. So we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. If you are new here, you know, um, I don't know, get ready for the fucking ride. But if you're not new, thank you for listening and I appreciate it. And now let's get on to this episode. Let's go on to the life updates, you guys. Okay, so guys, Mercury retrograde is finally over, so you can't blame shit on Mercury retrograde. Although, although, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have Mercury retrograde post-shadow basically is like, okay, Mercury's not too intense, but still to that extent. So I will say this, between the days of September 26th all the way down to November 6th, if people from your past, whether it was your ex, an ex-best friend, family members you don't talk to came back into your life, that was a lesson. If you took he, she, they, them back, I respect all pronouns. If you took that person back during those times, that's a lesson for you. So get get ready for your fucking lesson. Continuing on to this little astrology talk, we are finally in Scorpio season. Anybody knows this, I'm a Scorpio. I feel great in Scorpio season only because this is a time where, okay, transformations, thinking about what the fuck happened this fucking year, because guess what, guys? We are in the fourth quarter of the year. Usually during the fourth quarter, we're thinking, okay, what goals did I accomplish in 2021, and what can I do to further those goals in 2022? Some of y'all probably had certain things on your freaking New Year's resolution that you could have accomplished or done during the beginning of the year, but you decide to hold it off and do it for now, which is understandable because sometimes we do deal with imposter syndrome and other shit like that. But still, as long as you start those goals, that's really what matters. It doesn't matter about a timeline because I feel like we always put timelines on ourselves when it comes to certain things that we want to do within the year and we don't reflect on like the other achievements that we've done throughout these years. So please use this fourth quarter just to think about what you did throughout this year. You're still alive throughout this whole fucking pandemic. You probably hit another age, depending on when your birthday is, because if your birthday's during the fourth quarter, your birthday hasn't passed yet. But still, there's a few things you have to be proud of yourself for throughout this year and get those resolutions ready. I personally don't believe in like a New Year's resolution because it's like, eh, that's so much pressure on yourself just to say, I have to do all this in one year. Like the when people say, oh, I got to read like six books within this whole like month, uh-uh, not doing it. I'm sorry. I can't read six books in a month. Maybe that's just me. I've dealt with too much in school of reading all that damn shits. When you put a book in front of me, I don't even want to fucking read it. I do like books though. I do. So if during the fourth quarter, you tell yourself you want to lose some weight and you want to lose, well, I don't know, like 20 pounds, you can definitely do it in two months. I Just make sure it's a healthy way. But if you tell me you're trying to lose 50 in two months, I don't believe your ass unless you were supposed to be on my 300 pound life. Was this 300 pound, my 400 pound, 600 pound? One of those fucking pounds. But let's get on to like this job market talk because I feel like I talk about the job searching process every episode just because I'm going through this shit and I know other people are going through it. Right now we're going through the whole great resignation process where a lot of people were working either like retail work, um, certain services work are like actually quitting their jobs and realizing their worth because it's like, how am I going to be doing a job where I'm getting paid only like, let's say for example, I'm just, just some numbers come to my head is like $15 an hour where let's be real in certain places, $15, in certain places, $15 an hour is not enough for people to survive. It's not, it's really not. And then add on with taxes taking out of it and all that shit. And depending on how many hours you work throughout the week, even if you work 60 hours, that $15 an hour really not gonna help you out because you got bills to pay. If you got fucking student loans, you're screwed too. Although Biden did put a heart on student loans. So everybody who's, who got student loans right now, please get ready because I guess they're making us repay in January. So please get ready for your repayment plans. 
yes, people are like quitting their jobs and we're going through like this resignation process of like, which is booming right now. But I've noticed on Twitter where people are saying, hey, they're like applying to jobs and companies say that they really need people, but they're going through the same process of, okay, I send the application in and not hearing back five months later, even for a service job. So it's like, do y'all really need people or do y'all don't? Because it doesn't make any single fucking sense. People are actually willing to work at a livable wage. Nobody wants to work for some little change. I fully understand that some people do do those jobs just because they need something to get through the day. But still, it's like, it's not enough. Y'all need to step it up, give better fucking benefits, and give more money. This is why I advocate so much in telling everybody, like, regardless what field you're in, I don't care if you are literally working at a grocery store, please ask your friends, if you are close with someone at your work or even like your friends who are in the same field as you, please ask them how much they're getting paid because then you can know how much you deserve to get paid. Because I have friends who are in my field and we all tell each other how much we make when it comes to that. Like I've literally had a conversation with a friend and she was just like, this is how much I make. And please, when you go to freaking job applications, tell them this is how much you wanna make because you shouldn't be dumbing down your worth for all the shit that you've done regardless of your how your resume looks like. If you know you're worth that, stick to it and ask them what is the pay range. Because some jobs will say, um, let's say for example, an entry level job, because entry level jobs vary. Some of them will pay you 30, yeah. Some of them will pay you 30K. Stay away from those. But some of them will say, okay, our job pay range, I'm gonna think of like, I'm gonna just come up with like a random number. Let's say our job pay range is from 60K to 65. And you're saying that, oh, you only want to get paid 60K because that's what it shows on the job application. No, you better be pushing it further. Please, please negotiate it further. Because when you think about it, that's 60K, think about taxes. Think about taxes. I feel like a lot of people think, okay, well, I'm getting 60K a year. No, bitch, Uncle Sam's getting that shit too. But other than that, please, just don't be afraid to ask. If they don't want to tell you, then I don't know, just guess or just do some Googles and find out what is the median payment for your field. And okay, so let's talk about my job application process. Let's be real. I got a few rejections this week, but I will say I was actually pretty happy I got those rejections just because they should have said, hey, like for this role, we decided to just go internally. I was like, okay, at least y'all being honest. And the other rejection was just, we filled this freaking application long time ago and we just kept it up. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. On to the next one. I keep saying like good things do take time. I do have my days. I'm not gonna lie. I have my days where I start like freaking out and crying. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? But then you gotta like really sit down and tell yourself, yeah, we're going through a whole national pandemic. Companies still don't know what the fuck they want to do when it comes to like work from home. Some companies are just like not getting together. They're not reading the room. I always say this rejection is protection in the end of it. Because some of the companies that have rejected me after doing those two-hour interviews, those process-ass interviews, after going through like their Glassdoor reviews, I'm so happy I did not get those jobs because I would be fucking stressed out. And I don't have time for that. I'll also say this, and I've said this plenty of times before, like do some projects, do some freelance. Freelance, a lot of people are like, well, freelance is, eh. It's not like a full-time position. Freelance, you never know if you're gonna meet through a freelance position. You don't even know you might end up going from freelance to being like a full-time employee. You just never know. Take what, go with your gut. That's what I'm gonna say right here. Go with your gut feeling. If your gut is telling you this ain't it, it's not it. Just think about looking for a job in the job process like it's dating. Certain people are going to ghost you. Certain people are just going to flat out tell you no. Some will say yes to you, but in the end, you have the upper hand in all of it. And if you have like a creative endeavor that you're doing, please just take, do it. Just do it. 
If you still have the time to do it, do it. If you want to do YouTube, go do YouTube. If you want to do podcasts, go do podcasts. If you want to open an Etsy shop, do it. Because you just never know what's going to happen. I will say this, like I said last episode with entrepreneurship, it's going to take some time because think about some of these creators that we see. Like, for example, I can't even think of a creator in my head right now. But some of these folks that we see who are living their lives right now, some of them took a solid six to eight years to even get to where they are. So if you start today, you never know. In those six to eight years that you put into it, there will be some good to come out of it. And even through that journey and that process, you'll be able to meet and collaborate with other people. So that's very important too. Collaboration is very important if you're working to create a field, but also if you're working like a field like PR, marketing, um, advertising, regardless of anything, even with entrepreneurship too, because you could do partnerships with other brands and all that shit. But I'm going to shut up about that because if I go down this rabbit hole of like partnerships, brand deals and all that, I'll be talking for fucking 50 minutes and I don't have time for that because, because I don't want to talk to myself for 50 minutes because then I'll fucking sound like a lunatic. Although I am kind of crazy, but I will finish this because my friend told me that PR marketing is the same thing. PR marketing is not the same thing. They are cousins. They're not twins. They're not sisters. PR and marketing are not fucking twins or sisters. It's just that one has more to do with the writing process, but they both do creative things. It's just, they're both different. They are fucking cousins. Advertising is a cousin of them too. Okay. On to the next topic. The holiday season is currently here and I really think it's going to be a sad holiday because let's be real, everybody's going to do the last minute shopping. A lot of brands and a lot of companies are not getting their inventory like they used to. I'm going to say this, if you did not do your Christmas shopping yet or whatever holiday you celebrate that gives gifts or someone's birthday who's born between November and December, go get those gifts right now. Because many like items that have been shipped from like many other countries that are coming to the States are either stuck in a port either in the coast of like California or Georgia. I could be wrong about the Georgia part. I saw it on the news, but I could be incorrect about that. So please do your Googles on that. But a lot of like shipments for like many brands that I even like, they haven't gotten their stock yet. So just buy the gift now because the gift that you were planning to buy last minute is sitting in a fucking boat in the middle of the fucking ocean, okay? And also it's gonna be a sad freaking holiday because Miss Coronavirus, Miss COVID, Miss Rona, she's about to turn two years old. COVID is a Scorpio. She's about to turn two years old and that bitch is still here. And her sister Delta is about to have her half birthday. So it's just gonna be sad. I know some people are gonna spend time with their family. Some people will do the whole Zoom situation. Eh, do what you gotta do, but just protect yourself, wear your mask. If you're vaccinated, wear your mask. When it comes to the whole vaccine situation too, because recently there was a whole protest at Brooklyn at the Barclays Center due to people being mad that Kyrie Irving cannot play because he has not gotten the vaccine. This is where I stand when it comes to these vaccine mandates. I can understand why some people don't want to take because y'all are forcing on them. And some people may be like, well, I don't want to take it yet because I want to see the effects. I got the vaccine. I'm perfectly fine doing what I got to do. I'm still going to wear my mask. Really in the end, what I care about is as long as you're protecting yourself. If you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. That's all I care about. If you want to freaking take your freaking, I don't know, ginger shots, your scotch bonnet with pineapple juice shots, do what you got to do. Protect your immune system because even when you're vaccinated, you still need to make sure you have that immune system. So that's all I care about. If you, if you want to go buck wild and do whatever the fuck you want to do, you don't give a fuck about Rona. You don't give a fuck about this pandemic then that's on you, honey. But on to lighter things and more shit. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about today. I'm like so mindfucked, you guys. Especially when I hit the fourth quarter or whenever it's like the last two months of the year. 
I'm always like mind fucked and my mind is all over the place because recently I've just been feeling like down or just, I've just been feeling like what the fuck is going on in this world? I don't know. But let's talk about Facebook because Mark Zuckerberg, I need you to stop fucking forcing Facebook dating on us. I don't understand what Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do. I see what you're trying to do, Mark, because I get it. You want to be the king of social media. You want to be the king of internet. I fully understand that. I will say MySpace, Tom from MySpace walked so Mark Zuckerberg can run. But let's talk about Facebook dating. So Facebook came out with its own dating platform. I feel like Facebook wants to do everything that they see their competitors or just other people in the social media field are doing. So now they're adventuring off in Facebook dating where you can actually go find love on Facebook. And yes, I've heard about successful Facebook love stories due to people sliding in the messenger DMs but who really wants to go on Facebook dating when you know damn well you're gonna probably match you with one of your friends' uncles, one of your friends' aunts. It'll probably even match you with one of your old high school classmates. And who really has time to like go down memory lane and think about all the niggas from high school? No one has time for that. But Facebook dating does claim that they won't match you with your friends or like specific people. But I don't believe that shit because if you go on the Facebook app, it literally has a dating shortcut and I keep trying to remove it and it just wouldn't remove itself. And I don't like that. I think what Facebook really needs to be pushing is Facebook groups because Facebook groups, depending on what kind of group you're part of, is can actually be very entertaining. I get it. We're still talking about like dating. There are actually like Facebook dating groups out there, which they'll do like the hot or not, which hot or not, hot or not is always problematic in any way or form. But Facebook dating groups or even like Facebook group communities are actually more entertaining than having to go on the Facebook dating section and swipe right, swipe left on somebody who probably lives in your town and you don't want to talk to them, but you see them all the fucking time. Nobody has time for that. Facebook needs to stop. And I get it. They're trying to do this whole rebrand because now they're also trying to get into the metaverse and they're trying to like do the whole Oculus VR shit. Just stick to one lane, please. Mark, stick to one lane, stick to social media, just stick to Facebook because y'all are doing too much. Y'all trying to enter here, enter there, enter the TV space, enter this, enter that. Just stop it because when you guys give us all these damn options, what's, no, I don't want it all in one app. And I get it, you're trying to put it on Facebook, but nobody's checking for Facebook dating. I'm not checking for it. Nobody else is checking for it. Shit, if you think about it, Facebook dating before was when you had your fucking messenger request. I'm telling you right now, go through your message request and you'll be surprised at who be up in your messages. I'm telling you right now, my message requests look like 90 Day Fiance. And I'm like, nope, you're not getting no green card from me. You talking to the wrong one. In the end, everybody knows, like, who's listened to the podcast for quite a while knows I advocate for, like, online dating. But I'm honestly at the point where it's just like, there's so many fucking apps to the point where if you want variety, you can get variety. If you want to be the initiator for your woman, you want to initiate the conversation, go on Bumble. If you're just trying to fuck, go on Tinder or any of those fucking apps. Well, if you want to fuck, you can go on any app you want to. Shit, you can go on Instagram too. I just realized I was supposed to talk about the Ace family. I made a promise that I would talk about the Ace family on this podcast, but I really don't want to talk about them because they're such like low vibrational energy. But I'll give you guys like a little synopsis about the Ace family. The Ace family is basically a YouTube family that is very well known within social media, YouTube, Instagram, all of that jazz. So they're they kind of like portray themselves as the perfect family. I'm putting air quotes. The perfect family with money, lavish lifestyle, all the riches, Range Rovers and everything. But deep down inside, they're just fucking trash. 
like I said, the last episode, the father is a NBA reject who just turned around and just became a social media influencer. The wife is basically Michael B. Jordan's ex who allegedly, people allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly claimed that she was a Taz's angel. You can do your Googles for that. I don't fucking know. But all in all, they had a huge fan base with little kids who would use their allowance and all their parents' fucking money to buy their merch, buy this and that. Yes, they were getting money, but they were living way above their means, buying two homes and combining them together to make a mega mansion that now has been taken by by the bank. But not only that, they did a few shady shit too, like having competitions or even like giveaways and making sure that none of their fans actually won. So like they would give away money or even cars and the person who won wasn't even a person, it was a bot that won. Or if somebody won, it was one of their friends. So what does that mean? Okay, you get a small cut of the money, but the money's still gonna stay where it is. This is why I tell people, be mindful of who you watch on like YouTube, social media. Be mindful of who you whose content you decide to engage with. Because let's be real, people are trash. Your faves are trash. Your favorite Instagram model is trash. Your favorite artist is trash. Your favorite podcaster is trash. Like everybody has trash qualities as much as people are like, no, I'm a good person. No, we all have toxic traits. We all have certain things that some people look at us and be like, bitch, you're trash. But the thing is when it comes to like YouTube families, it's the fact that they use their kids to the max and like, okay, well you need to do this. You need to do that for the camera. It's like y'all using your kids for money. And guess what? Y'all buying these fucking Range Rovers. You're buying these Bentleys. You're buying all these frivolous things that have no value once they leave the lock or even like handbags that have no fucking value when you get fucking juice spilled on it. But you're not even putting like a saving funds for your kid or like a college fund or something for them to use when they get older or turn fucking 18. It just goes to show you too is especially with like this era of like social media fame, social media being part of the business. People don't think about the longevity aspect because a lot of people noticing now, especially when it comes to YouTube, a lot of like very big YouTubers that were like getting millions of views, their views are going down and some of them are retiring from YouTube. Well, guess what? What were you doing in that transition of being at the peak? You should have been putting other things and putting other businesses. Whenever you hit a peak in any certain career that you're in, please have a backup plan because everyone has, people have multiple peaks. Although just make sure you did not peak in middle school. You did not peak in, yes, some people do peak in elementary school. Some people do peak in middle school and high school. That's the worst time to peak in your fucking life. I'm gonna be honest. But when you hit like that peak in your career, you got to start putting other things. That's why when we hit, think about like one hit wonders, they become one hit wonder because guess what? They just get that peak and they don't do anything with it. That's why when it comes to like a lot of these YouTubers you see, even what your favorite beauty influencer, they're starting their own businesses within that. So they hit that peak. Okay, I can go make a makeup line. Please don't make a fucking makeup line. There's too many fucking makeup lines. Do something else. Cause I'm fucking tired of y'all bitches fucking making skincare lines and makeup lines. There's so many other things. People are not wearing makeup during this fucking pandemic. They're not. Stop it. But starting like a business that could actually like help out humanity and people out and make you money out that and start putting other things within whatever you want to make so even if you're like a beauty influencer then you do like I don't know a femininity channel or something like that uh, which I'm tired of femininity channels also stop it but just coming up with other things when it comes to when you hit your peak because yes you're some people like I said we all have multiple peaks in life but when it comes to that career peak 
when you hit that ultimate peak, you need to start doing other things so you can still stay relevant within the media. And that's what we're seeing with YouTubers because a lot of YouTubers, they're at their peak, but they're not getting the same um, views that they're getting that they used to back in like two years ago. Because guess what? Celebrities are taking over YouTube and YouTube is letting y'all know, girl, you gonna have to get pushed to the back burner because if you're telling me that Sky Jackson, who's only been on YouTube for like two months, got like most creative YouTuber out of nowhere for an award, that already right then and there, you already know. Guess what? That space is being invaded. And that's the thing I can't stand is sometimes, and we have to be real, celebrities do come with like that following and all that. Whenever celebrities take over your shit, just throw it out, hang it up, go on to the next platform. That's why I keep telling y'all, go on Be Go Live, go on these other platforms because once celebrities grab on there, you're done. That's why I always tell, like, tell my friends who want to do like social media, you need to go on to like the new app that people don't know about yet, but now they're going to get on it. Because think about Musical.ly before it became TikTok. All the folks who were on Musical.ly who had millions of followers and all that, they still have it on TikTok because Musical.ly was bought out by TikTok. But all I'm going to say is if you hit a peak, regardless of what your career is, please start putting down the stepping stones to other sections into your life because think about rappers certain rappers hit their peaks but they think about that longevity you need to start thinking about longevity i noticed that people we don't think about longevity we start thinking about oh this is the current moment i'm not thinking about the future don't don't think like that stop it please because just because your faves are doing what they're doing right now you don't know where your faves are going to be in five years your faves might be irrelevant because think about a lot of your faves your favorite instagram model your favorite this your favorite that where are they now i don't see them anywhere are we talking about them no I don't even know why the fuck that popped up in my head. I think I've just been in a whole like jumble of like topics in my head. There's so many things I want to talk about, but I just don't want to talk about them because they're going to take too long for me to talk about. And I don't feel like talking for that long. All I'm going to say is next episode, I will be talking about the folks who got kidnapped in Haiti because I do think we need to talk about the kidnapping situation in Haiti. And I know a lot of people are like, well, they kidnapped Americans. Kidnapping has been relevant in Haiti since fucking 1994. And we will go down for that. But like I said, I hope those people are safe. All I know is that gang that they kidnapped, they do not play no games. I won't be surprised that they're alive because those are Americans and they want that money from America. But for some of the past people that they got, they've like kidnapped, they've kidnapped them, get the money and still kill them and give the corpse to the family. But we will talk about that next episode. This is the Lemming Taste in the Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you know, you know what to do. Follow it, subscribe, do what you got to do. If you got some critique, criticism, whatever the fuck that word is, because there's so many fucking words that popped in my head, send it to me. I like advice because you know what? In the end, you're, it's helping me out. It's not making me worse. It's making me better. So y'all, I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm having verbal diarrhea. I don't know what the fuck is coming out of my mouth. So I'm going to go. Y'all have an amazing week, a good holiday weekend. What did I say holiday weekend? Halloween, no holiday for me. My Saturn's holiday, but I'm out of here. Bye, guys.